Down here in front of us, the Westmead supporters are coming over the park. It's over for the very first time. Westmead are Leinster senior football champions. They have made history. Tony O'Shea has led them to the promised land, and this is an unbelievable night. Because we're gonna be said senior care we are Westmead football show on a fabulous day for Gary Castle GA club first up now I'm joined by Gary Castle captain Doran Harsh as this is this on an early morning show and needs a bit of inspiration to go to work the next man will certainly provide that I'm joined by veteran Gary Castle star and captain Doran Harsh Doran and just like, just sum up that for us you know <laughs> I don't know if you can sum it up Connor to be honest now but um Certainly a proud moment for me. We hadn't given up in a half time. We were eight points down. We made a few. Um, we made one one position or one uh, change, and we made a few tactical decisions. So we did. We decided to go man for man on the kickouts and a few things like that. We were zoning in the first half, and things weren't working. And they just seemed to have a run on us. And everything was going right for them. We missed the penalty, and certainly. But we hadn't given up in it, which was one thing for sure. And I'm unbelievably proud of this group of players. Over the last two years, we've fought, we've crawled, we've um, scrambled our way back from from from, from people are writing us off, left, right, and centre, and to walk up them steps today was an unbelievably proud moment for me and lift my eight Flanagan Cup and don't what you mentioned there with the kick what else was just the first half with just the right off the Gary Castle was it yeah I suppose like you could, uh, I'll have to look at it again but we were at six and sevens there was no one putting any pressure on under main we were giving them a lot of probably four five or ten yards off them and uh, giving them a lot of space in front of us and fairness to them they're Lomas are a brilliant team like they know there's some great players and that's exactly the way they played in the first half we we probably had given too much respect and um, it was actually very similar to the game in, in Tubber Clare and fairness to John and Gary they got stuck into us at half time and um, we probably changed in the second yeah. half different attitude and where does this rank in the James. level of your own personal achievements to be captain in your club to counter championship during because like, I can remember you playing years against my own club Shamrocks that's 8, 9, 10 years ago now at this stage like, but like, just, we're still here captain whatever in 2019 how does that rank for you? Uh, this is probably, the, probably I suppose you always say they're all sweet when you win them but this is as sweet as they get probably the first time since 2011 lifting the Flanagan Cup that's my 8th trophy to lift so it is I've been played in my first uh, final in 2001 so I did them under Martin McCabe and probably similar or right to Martin McCabe and these lads you'd go through it was when you go that extra bit for them this is as sweet as it gets though so it is to lead yeah. them group of players and especially after where we've come from over the last couple of years like I said and um, people writing us off left right and centre but I'm absolutely delighted Connor. thanks for the second half was just magnificent Dorian, wasn't it though like just the yeah, we seen, it was just a perfect performance yeah half. exactly I suppose you say perfect performance but we are absolutely delighted um, it, there's a couple of things went against we get, probably gave a couple of frees I think they only kicked two points in the second half maybe one from play and um, I just think we made our, our, our forwards tackling and turning over the ball and I think we just cut loose we had nothing to lose at that time we were 8 points down all the nerves were gone so we were we were, we were, oh, yeah. we were being locked out here no yeah. problem we're being locked out Doran and that's gonna, I hope you get a lock in tonight right? best of luck right? <laughs> thanks, thanks very much thanks very much Doran for everything who was a legend of Westmead GA as a player and is absolutely in tears with the happiness in front of me joined by Gary Hassel's lecture John Keane John M your take on that just look at sure it's just it's crazy sure we're still here I don't know how long the game is over we're all still here on the pitch and it's just it's a bit incredible at the minute and I mean the second half is what what Gary Castle are not the first and the you know the lads knew that themselves at half time we didn't need to hardly second at all the boys drove at them with any good team with the Loman team I'm sure it's player driven ours is player driven as well and we got the scores at vital time we got a good start in the second half we got a full hold against the wind Got the shoulder to the wheel and just just came out up trumps in the end. And John, just I can't say half time the game looked dead. I actually, I'm going to be honest, I went out and telling people the game was over at half time. He obviously didn't think that. What the, what happened at half time, John? 
And re- do you know what I mean? Like, look at it. Like I've said it all along. There's good footballers in Gary Castle a long time before um, I ever went near the place, and they're still there. And there's as Gary as as Doran said, people have said that they're finished, and people said this and that about them. And it, it's just they're, they're they're proud people. They're a young club, but they're a proud club. Um, that's number eight today, I think, for them. Yeah. Some of the lads like the door and have eight. And lads yeah. have won championships before. We might have yeah. been here in a long, long time. Yeah. But as I said, we didn't need to say a whole lot. We got into that dressing room, the players were there, and it was being led by all the boys, every single one of them, two man subs, lads that were on the pitch, lads that were ready to come on, every one of them. You know? It seemed the first half was maybe the space of the back, but the second half then the players was more of a running game. James Dolan was magnificent in the second half. Would you agree with that? Yeah, of course he was. Look, at everyone was magnificent. Yeah. Everyone was putrid in the first half, everyone was brilliant yeah. in the second half. You know, it's easy to say that standing here now um, Lomans had twisted the other way around I suppose they had said they were excellent first half, but they were superb it was so easy for them second, in the first half and we were just a bit shell-shocked and um, look at it it's just, it's, it's, just it's, it's a crazy game I don't know what was in it at half time whether it was 8 whether it was 9 I know we were 9 down at one stage um, but it's just look you see what it means to all the people here to the families to the supporters to our backroom team with lads there helping out every night of training it just, it just means so much to them John you were a player and a selector for how many years but was that the best ever comeback that you've been involved in with John? Jeez, um, I don't know. I suppose it probably was. I can't. At the minute, hundred percent is the best comeback I've ever been involved in. You know, um, it's it, it's it's a different vibe when you're standing on that sideline yeah. and you feel helpless and you want to say something that can influence yeah. lads, but you know that no matter what you say, the lads have to have to take it yeah. in. They have to say it themselves, and it has to be led by them. And it, it's of course it's a great. It's a county final. Yeah. It's a it's a senior county final. Yeah. We haven't won it in five years. You know what I mean? So it's. it's I would say definitely number one at the minute. Yeah, how does this rank in the list of your kind? I know it's, it's very immediate, but this is up there in Leinster West Media. Of course it is, yeah. 100%. I mean, I'm just off the, off the phone to my wife, she's home with two kids, expecting the baby at the minute. Um, it's, it's, it's massive, because we, we've put in a big shift, you know, with our Dublin crew coming down from Dublin over, over the course of the year, and meeting different lads and gym sessions and a whole lot, and more than any club. But, yeah. um, it's, it's at, it is, as they say, it's hard to rate everything. I mean, this is a team win. Every team win I've ever had, outranks anything I ever achieved individually and this is at the minute this is the greatest I've Gary beside me Desi beside me Frank there for the last two years you know like I mean I, I soldier with Dorn soldier with Gaff all these boys and to win something with these boys knowing how much it means to them it's just incredible John thanks very much for your time joined by one man who is a legend of Westmead and Gary Castle football and joined by David O'Shaughnessy David M your own club what a win oh fantastic win and a bo- huge boost for everyone yeah, a huge boost for everyone. It was fantastic. Great team performance. Uh, they dug deep there. I think a lot of people uh, were saying it might have been over at half time, but they're a great bunch of lads and great leaders in the pitch. And ah, oh, just a fantastic performance. Yeah. Did you think were you one of those people that thought the game was over at half time? Uh, funny, funny enough, to be honest, like we, we were creating the chances and like uh, obviously missed the penalty in the first half, but there wasn't much in it all the same. Do you know what I mean? I know Loman's got the three goals, but like uh, we were still uh, tipping away and getting the points, and it was crucial. And the beginning of the second half, we got a few early scores and they built on it, and then James Shirley made a big impact when he came on. Do you know, and Connor Cosgrove, the subs, I think really drove it on today you know you've played with a lot of these lads David been Gary Castle but like, it was some achievement to get over the line for the lads but what, do you think that was, what was the thing that you noticed was much different from the first and second half today David oh Jenny, I don't know it's hard to, hard to tell uh, like I suppose um, uh, like we played well in the first half but we just didn't convert our chances yeah, you know yeah. and uh, uh, Lomans maybe uh, we kind of just really kind of put, put the heads down and dug deep and we drove on in the second half and in fairness uh, 
uh, no one's had no reply to us, you know. And David, you were playing for Gary Castle in the final in 2012. Will Gary Castle go far in this Leinster Club campaign? Uh, I have no doubt they, they will. Yeah. They're playing Kelo next. Uh, they'll enjoy this and they've rightly to enjoy it. And uh, I'm sure Gary and the lads will get their heads down the next couple of weeks, you know. David, thanks very much for joining us. No. We'll be joined by Ronan Fagan of the Athlone Advertiser, who's going to give us his thoughts on the Gary Castle's 213 to 3-6 victory over St. Lomans. So, Ronan, what are your thoughts on the game? Stirring second half comeback. Uh, Definitely didn't see that at half time. Uh, Gary Castle were very slow to get into a rhythm in the set in the first half. Lomans really pressurised him when they were in possession, turned over a lot of ball, and re- really, really took the game to Gary Castle in the first half and deserved their eight point lead. In fact, they could have had another goal uh, only for a great defensive play from uh, Jack Tamahu and latterly uh, Sean Brennan with a, a great save to stop uh, a certain fourth goal for Lomans, uh, which maybe would have put the game out of sight for Gary Castle but whatever John Payne and Gary Dolan said to uh, their troops at half time they certainly came out and changed the team and um, really put Lomans under severe pressure when Lomans were in, were in possession of the ball turnovers uh, and offensive play which wasn't there in the first half really came to the fore in the second half and Alex Gardner along with uh, stirring second half displays by Doran Hart and James Dolan really bought the Gary Castle's team back into the into the game, and uh, as they as the game progressed, they were the only team that looked like won, won, they looked like they was going to win the game. Where do Lomans go from here, Ron? They're after since the 2017 Leinster final, they've lost two county finals and a league final in between. So it's it's a long way back from here for Lomans, isn't it? Well, it's the, with regard to that, uh, I would say they'd be really really devastated tonight. Look, you can. You know, go back to um, 2017 and uh, the Leinster final had a similar lead um, and in the closing stages they were pipped at the post by Moorfield, whether that was playing on their minds today as the game uh, went on. But um, Dempsey stays on uh, for another year and tries to bring the glory back to uh, St. Lomans. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, but there'll be a lot of soul searching obviously after today's result. Being up at eight, by eight points at half time, you'd think they'd kick on and win it. There was only looked like the only one winner at halftime here today, but uh, what a what a stirring second half display and commend, commendations to Gary Castle on that win there today. Would you find would you find it hard personally to commendate Gary Castle being a staunch at loan supporter? <laughs> being a staunch at loan supporter, yeah, and having won many a county final with that loan, uh, albeit at underage level, uh, yeah. Uh, personally, personally, there's no re- you can't really have any. Uh, Quibble with that uh, display today. It deserves uh, it deserves uh, compliments of the highest order, particularly that second half display. Ronan, thanks very much for joining us. Alan joins me to look ahead, look back at the Westmead Senior Football Final. Was it there? Was the full time score in the end? Two thirteen, three six. Was it? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. It was. It was a four point win for um, Gary Castle in the end. Huge turnaround from yeah. half time. Eight points down. Um, it was it was a cracking game, really. In terms of excitement, it was a, it was a cracking game. Um, you wouldn't have predicted that finish at half time, and there's a few people around me who weren't predicting it, and they were heading for the gates. But um, it was it was an amazing game of football. I I really enjoyed it as a as a contest. Um, yourself, what did you think of the making <laughs> yeah. and breaking of this? Um, I just think that at half time, like. I said it as the game's over because like, he may as well go home I actually I was thinking of if, if I hadn't our full time report to it probably would have gone home he said like, I just thought that Lomans were completely on top Gary Hassel were misfunctioning Lomans that's case Ken Casey was running riot I think Lomans were playing well the Gary Hassel were just completely at sea 
and in the second half I think that the opposite occurred I just I stayed on and I just said I saw it and then Gary Castle got the four points it brought back to four points a bit of momentum and then just the goal kind of really changed again and after that the goal then Gary Castle were just completely on top and to be honest with you I think that there's absolutely no complaints to that result I think that I think that Jack Donahue made a great block from Fola Ayerende yeah. just in the second I think that the fourth quarter gone in I think it was a bit I remember Donegal played Mayo in 2012 and Michael Murphy got two goals early on or I think he got one instead of the one but Mayo the goalie made a great save then after that and then from there on like just Mayo kind of very back it was standing there and that was oh. their moment and I don't know so I think that the Gary Castle look they might let on there was nothing it was just a change and this whatever but like I think that they just completely changed their approach in the second half and I think that yeah. they, I think there was must have been serious where it's said and I think that they were very good in the second half and I think that St. Lomans I think they lost again. It'd be very, very disappointed with your second half display. Oh, of course. I mean, you're eight points up at halftime. You'd, you'd have to be very disappointed. But uh, I mean, on just as you mentioned, Ken Casey. Wish all the best to Ken. He looked like he came off with a fair, very heavy injury at the uh, towards the end there. So he was well strapped up. All the best to Ken. Um, the on the Gary Castle side, the changes that they made. It seemed like every change worked. Yeah. Uh, the introduction of James Sheeran into the full forward line it just caused havoc and. Um, Conor Cosgrove came on and he also he 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 changed he made a couple of lovely passes in as well um it once the momentum started going against Lomans you actually could feel it in the in the stand yeah. that it was it was kind of unstoppable in yeah. one way and that you didn't know if was there a way back for Lomans um but Lomans would have to be disappointed I mean Luke would have to be disappointed yeah. in the players it's, themselves obviously you know yeah it's, it's it's a long long way back for Lomans to be honest there I, I think that um I don't know. I don't know where they want to go from here. To be honest with you, because like they're just looking at the recent record and finals. Just I was even thinking about their the one two thousand seventeen point against Charles Pass, like and then they probably they got to a Leinster final and they lost that in similar circumstances. You know what I mean? It was yeah. so like that was the, and then they had the two thousand eighteen league final. They lost to Gary Castle after extra time. They lost to I think with that extra time they lost to Gary Castle anyway in that game. They lost to one of Gary Shamrocks. My own team in the two thousand eighteen final and now they're after losing another one. So that's. Was that four big finals after losing yeah. in a row? So like this year they didn't even win the league. So I think that this year they weren't going as well. I think that was obvious. I think the semi final they were very flat against the Downs. The Downs mm. missed every chance to beat them, and just then today, just they looked like they looked like a brilliant team in the first half. I think that they looked they played super football, and then the second half then uh, I just think that I just one player I feel sorry for is Conrad Riley because he was sent off at the end. Now I didn't see it. Now it could have been. Correct, it might not have been correct. I don't know, but I would if it is if he is to be his last game. I would, I'd feel hate that for his way to be. I don't think it will be his last game, but no. he's a nice fella. And he's a player who's given an awful lot of service. So I'd feel sorry for someone like that to be to be coming off like that at the yeah, end. But no, I, but and and I think you know they're quite a young profile yeah. really. I suppose in the in the Loman squad. I mean, there's yeah. I mean, Paddy Dowdle obviously might be might be one of the older um, uh, servants on the team. And when you said Conrad Riley, I was looking. At, I thought. Ronan O'Toole couldn't have ran any more either yeah. himself and he came off with an injury towards the end so look it's it just it's, w- once Gary Castle started started clicking they really really tore in and they they, they won a couple of crucial frees right uh, more or less doing the same thing yeah. coming through the middle charging a pace and and, um, and winning a free in close and once they kept chipping away and chipping away I don't know whether it was in Loman's heads that, that you know yeah. that this was was going one way, but 
they just could not stop the yeah. stop the tide. Well, I think they went for a draw in the podcast. We would have had a bit of program notes there. I went for a Gary Castle to win, so I was happy with that. But at halftime, I completely thought that prediction was a very bad one. But just I wasn't even thinking before the game. When I thought what would happen in the second half, I thought that was going to be a reflection of the game. That Gary Castle were going to be three or four points better team. You know, kind of way. But like mm. it wasn't a reflection in the first half at all. But I just even looking at every game this year, like in the group stage, like Loman's bet. Downs in the first round and the downs weren't going well at all. They bet like they've they had they had four wins out of five and the last one against Gary Castle they trounced them so that gave them a bit of a marker. Maybe it's probably maybe whether Gary Castle were going full out or not I don't know but like Gary Castle have been more consistent like just from a Gary Castle point of view they had five games this year or six games even that really mattered in sense well seven if you include the league final they just dismantled yeah. Roland in the league final right they dismantled Mullingar Shamrocks to be fair that night in Moat in the first round they they defeated the downs with four points down played very well that night to be fair but it was a good win. They bet her pass off the park that night, you know, after that sort of way. Mm-hmm. They played at loan then, they hammered their local rivals at loan. They lost out to loan. So it was a, I don't know where they fully focused. I don't know what happened there, but it was mm-hmm. a non. They were, it was a bit like the, well, it was, it was it the first half. Anyway. No, it wasn't a knockout, but it was yeah. like the first half of that game where throughout yeah. the night, loan yeah. scored 5 14. And then, like, they lost to. They, they hammered. They, they were six points a better team against Shamrocks in the final, and they're after winning this. So, like, Gary Castle, look, Baron, there was. Maybe just say 90 minutes of absolute freak action where they conceded eight goals right there, right? They didn't concede one goal for the whole rest of the... So the four, first four group matches, they didn't concede a goal. They conceded five goals against Lomans. They didn't concede a goal against Shamrocks. They conceded three goals in the first half and then they didn't concede in the second half. So, like, their own natural game, which they played in the second half, was brilliant. And to be honest with you, I'd say they're... they're I'd say they'd advance them to overcome Emmett O'Kellow in the, in the first round of the Leinster Championship. Yeah, I mean, it's, I agree completely when you say their natural game. That's what really came. Like, Gaffey and Hart and, and these boys in the McCallans, like, they really, they ploughed forward, like, and, and yeah, yeah, it was pure Gary Castle in yeah. the second half. Um, it was dogged and it was moving the ball at pace. First half, there, there was no pace in, in, in anything that was, was happening for them. I, all the pace and movement was with, was Lomans. Uh, but in the second half, complete good yeah. game of two halves as the cliche. I think, goes. I think they gave Lomans far too much respect in the first half, and I think Lomans then took complete advantage. But um, no, it just it is it's it's a very hard one. It just just ever since that Leinster final in two thousand seventeen, just Lomans haven't been able to they have they haven't just they haven't won anything since then between league and championship. And I don't know how to win the off Flash Cupper. Well, I don't even know if that's to be played, but just. They just went to a city. I think they won five league titles in a row and won four county championships in five years and just just haven't been able to win it. And like the performances have been good in the group stages, but they have not been able to get over the line and that that, that will really that'll be a sickener tonight, it will. Yeah, yeah, it will. It's gonna be a hard hard uh, long winter um after that. Um, you know, they will have probably, you know, gone in at half time, eight points up, they'll surely have been thinking to themselves, if we get a couple of scores on the board early, that we'll have this game and it just Completely went the other way. Yeah, I think Damien Maher did a good job in the whistle just to commend him there. I don't think there was too many complaints. But just, um, Derek, just the only thing to be fair to Lomans is they're after losing Paul Sherry, Jason O'Toole, and Shane Dempsey, along with others, Jerry Gretton, and other lads too. Like, so, and what's his name? Nilo too as well. So they're, they're, the nucleus of the team has been sucked out of it. And to be honest with you, it's, it's been everything. Like, maybe, like, you know, if, they, if Paul Sherry is over there today, it may have been a different game, Derek, you know? Yeah, there's some, there's some top players you're talking about there. Even Kerr's Kilmarie, you know, Kerr's Kilmarie. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, but yeah. that being said, you play with what's in front of you, you know? And yeah. Gary Castle have had enough retirements in the last few years, too. I mean, Shaco and, and these boys as well. Yeah. So, um, 
it's it's going to really sting for Lomans. There's it's, no other way about it's, it. I mean, it's, it's just a torture, isn't it? It's yeah, head, isn't yeah. It? Like I just think that losing last year in the final would have been like they're just just even forgetting the defense. It's a three big like the Morfield game. They had that one. That's just really sting. Losing Shamrocks in the first ever Almond and Gar final would really sting, and being eight points up and losing by four, losing the second half for twelve points would really sting. So like what was it three four five points at half time? Yeah, and it finished at two thirteen to three six. So what's that? Just basic maths. So that's two. 2-8 for Gary Castle in the second half and three two eight to two points was the second yes. half one. Now yeah. that was two just, points in the second yeah, half. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. not gonna it's it's not that gonna was win ten scored against two wins again. Yeah. But James Dolan just magnificent second half and Doran Harris, as I just we heard from Doran, we're gonna make it up like just he's just savage. He's just you know kind of way. I just think that Ah, uh, does 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 they're you know, they're they've been there and they know how to do it. And they they didn't get flustered. I mean obviously they did change tactics and you know that was that was Obviously, with Big Bairn and the game at halftime, anyway, but the introduction of James Sheeran, I thought it was a huge yeah. change. It just caused havoc in, in the full back line. Um, so, the, the bit of experience that the likes of Dorn and, and James Dolan had, they, they really they used it. They did. You know, winning the freeze, taking your scores, getting, getting, getting that score back down from eight points. And once it started moving down to, you know, it was two goals down, and then it was a goal down, and you could just feel it that there was. That, they were the common team and that Lomans really needed something yeah. like a massive spark to get back into the game. And I don't buy this that Gary Castler and Old they finished team because I just don't even they get an old team though. They have the old I find that unless you have if you have unless you have fifteen players in a team that are over thirty three that you're not an old really, you know what I kind of no. like you know you're looking at like I kinda of probably was bad for that myself, but again, the house seventeen championship like there's no way I would have told anyone that Shamrocks and Lomans or again Shamrocks and Gary Castle are gonna win the next two championships. Yeah. They finished two teams finished fifth and sixth respectively in in group um, in group one, so yeah, we're ready against yeah, group two. Yeah. So like it just shows like I just like it's look it's can put that like Shamrocks and Gary has to finish first and second in, or second and first in in grade in group in group two in twenty eighteen and now like just like that would be the equivalent of like Rose Mountain and Rose Mountain cars and Kitty Gabriel in the next two titles, which isn't beyond the reason possibility, you know. But it's just it's a very open West Meath Championship, really. There isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, Lomans have, have shown consistency yeah. on one level, yeah. and that the, I think this is what's this the yeah. fifth county final in a row. Yeah. Um. You know, but but Gary Castle really. I mean, even talking to people earlier on this year, they really felt like this this year they were going to give it a real good yeah. rattle, and they when the bit was between the teeth, they they really. They, they, they ploughed on. I I know age. There's there's a couple of guys obviously on the on the Gary Castle side that might be you know uh, on an age a little bit, but you know they have got got quite a few younger guys as well there. So I mean the the um, move of Alex Gardner out from full forward out towards midfield. I mean that was that was a, a huge. Yeah, move. If you're looking at it, does like it's but just. Anyway, seriously, we've very fast. We've probably talked enough in that between all the guys. But anyway, let, let's just move on to one thing, Terry. Just to draw for the Leicester Championship with Westmead and Dublin. Um, first of all, is your own thoughts there on, on the draw? Yeah, um, I am not going to sit on the fence at all yeah. on this. Yeah. Uh, the game should be played in Cusack Park. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's the first thing. But yeah, absolutely, definitely. Just, it's there's not even a, a question no, in my in my mind. Yeah. The the reasoning. Uh, that's, we'll leave the reasoning down to the Leinster Council but it seems to be more about trying to placate more people attending a game to raise it's, it's more, more money fans there. Like, I think it's not even that it's just that like, they know that they just they can't I think it's just that if they have whatever how many thousand season ticket holders that the Dublin fans and they just 
focus purely on getting Dublin fans into games. Yes, see. but I mean, I think last year when um, the final round of the Super Eights, there wasn't that. Um, the, the, it wasn't the, nine thousand. Yeah, yeah, the season tickets was not an issue there. So why is that not going it's, to be used again? It's a fair I mean, story, isn't it? I think if we look at it rationally on a number of different levels, yeah. this would be huge for local businesses yeah. um, in and around Mullingar for the yeah. day. It would be great for the kids yeah. in and around, the kids that I coach that you, in your club, yeah. the, the likes of the under sixes, the eights, yeah. tens, they're going to love this, right? And then the atmosphere in Cusick Park would be amazing. Yeah. If, if this game moves to Tullamore, which by all signs, it will uh, they're, they're trying to say it is, unless yeah. we see something radical coming out. Yeah. Um, then I cannot see all of those reasons they're all gone so I mean I think in one sense the GA this could be things are turning I think in the GA a little bit people want to see the likes of these games played in their home ground we saw Wicklow um, against Dublin yeah I mean that game was why couldn't that be played in Auckland it just doesn't seem to be like I think though the counties need to be Take a stance here, like West Beach is just. I'd actually say if this game is in morning air, that's grand. We're not going to be there. Do you know? And like, what's worse that can happen if you get kicked out of well, the championship and like, if you get expelled, that's no punishment. Well, I'm not going to tell anyone what to do. Yeah. But I personally will not be attending Tullamore next year for that game. No. no Purely because that game should not be played there. It shouldn't be in Tullamore. It shouldn't be in Tullamore. It shouldn't be in Pierce Park. It shouldn't be in Portlaoise. It shouldn't be in Club Park. It should be in Cusick Park in Mullingar. And that should. There's not even a debate about that. But it's probably not going to be too bad. So we we probably can't do that. But just if no. it's not in Cusick Park. I'd support it all out boycott I would I have to say like I just think that like the players that what is the point? You know, you could win the, however they fair in Division Two, like if it's a situation where you get relegated in Division Two, that the Dublin could really rub it in with a hammering. If it's a situation where they got promoted, all the good momentum could be curbed. Yeah. Whatever the situation is, there's no need to play against Dublin. Like what's gonna play against Dublin gonna do in Tullamore? There's probably a situation where you you could could ship a heavy defeat, the all the men could be washed out, you the players could lose confidence. I just I'd support if it's in Mullingar, fair enough, give them a game, see what you can do. Well, if it's yeah. in if it's not like and I, I have to say, this is nothing to do with Dublin. Like, I don't think anyone in Dublin is, is saying that this match should be should be played in um should be should be should be um played in in Tullamore. in Tullamore. Like, no one so no Dublin fan is saying that, right? But no, just, no. Any Dublin fan I've talked to I'd support I, it. I, I work in Dublin, I've a lot of friends yeah. that are, are, are yeah. the Dublin fans GA. do not care whether to go Tullamore or Mullingar no. anywhere. Yeah. They, they actually would prefer to come down to Mullingar to, to play us at home. Yeah, it's, That's it's, their preference. If, if Dublin drew Westmead and it was a home qualifier or whatever, I know it's, it's not like maybe it's not like like situation, but there'd be no absolute no fear to be saying Burn play the game somewhere outside the Crow Park, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what like you mentioned, a qualifier. Yeah. What would happen if, we drew, if, if that happened in a qualifier? Would we take the game to Tullamore? Yeah, no, I don't think no. so. The Leinster Council just don't seem to, but to be honest, I, I don't know is what we're saying, but I think it could easily fall in deaf ears, to be honest. There. But what I was going to say, but yeah, it, it, does, yeah. it does seem, unfortunately, like the grassroots and the Leinster Council are disconnected on this. Yeah, yeah but it's just, it's just, it's an absolute no-brainer, and there's absolutely no reason to put it in, but should look, it's put in Tullamore, but look, that's the way it goes. And, but just another thing, like, like Westmead have played, like the host of Kerry in the qualifier a few years ago was wedged, there was nothing problem. Like the county finals have been wedged here, like they've been a five and a half thousand. Like there might be that much more of a crowd than five and a half thousand at it. Like, you know. Well I'd say if we did get the tubs down we'd be it would be. But would you be looking at it? Well sell out sell out is a strong term there, you know. Like, I think I think it would. Yeah. I think it would. But there's I no think... guarantee. Like it's not as if it's gonna say no, no. we're gonna get fifty thousand people guaranteed so we can't have an eleven thousand stadium. No. Do you know what I think? Mean? No. They might get I'd say there wouldn't be that much more than I said. Like, you know, I say it'd be a setup, but it wouldn't be too difficult to obtain a ticket. Yeah, so, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think it wouldn't the be like playing Kerry Mayo. Yeah, 
it's not going to be sellout if it's in Tullamore. Well, it's, the thing is, there's going to be 11,000 at the game in Mullingar, if there was, for argument's sake. Mm. If the game was in Tullamore as a standalone fixture, there'd be about 5,000 probably. Well, yeah. yeah whatever, I, I, fans, I'd say nobody has. It definitely yeah. wouldn't exceed 11. No, I wouldn't exceed, I wouldn't exceed 10, I don't think. No. Like, there was 14,000 people at Dublin, Loudwood, and Meath, Carlow, and Portland. That was right? a double header. Now, and Meath have massive support. Yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, so like, and there was a double header, loud of a bit of support, you know. I just think that it's, um, no, but anyway, that's enough on that. And just congratulations again to Gary Castle, and hopefully now the, the game, someone will see Samson play the game in, in TEG Cusick Park. We have time for on this week's Home and Said Senior Care We Are At Me Football Show. Thanks very much to Dara for joining me, as with Doran Hart. Thanks very much, Doran's always a gentleman with his time, as is David DeShotnessy and John Keane. Also, thanks very much to Ronan Fagan of the Athlone Advertiser who joined us for the first time. So, thanks very much to everyone for listening, and well done again to Gary Castle. Cause we're gonna be late.